Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Edda Talk for the Eddie Walk Podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Well, good morning. Let me tell you what you can expect in the month of August. We wrapped up the Armor of God series last week. So, if you missed any of it, springnaz.org. You can catch up there. Today, we're going to start a three-week series from 1 Timothy. It's all about how the work of God advances. Next week, Joyce Igo, her grandson Stephen, will be here in concert. And I know you probably haven't heard the West Virginia accent as strongly as you did before. But wait till next week. (laughs) Joyce is from Hurricane, West Virginia. It's spelled hurricane, but it's pronounced hurricane. <laughs> Chili, Chili, Avon, Avon. And today is August 1st. That means there's going to be five Sundays in this month. So we'll wrap up the month of August by tying in a hymn with the message at the end of the month. I notice you've already turned to 1 Timothy. If you haven't already, 1 Timothy chapter 1. And can I make a prayer request? I'm getting anxious. I'm anxious to hear about that surgery for the implant. It's getting a little harder to talk. I think the the gel is starting to go away. I've gotten a lot of calls about my car's warranty. (laughs) But I've not heard from the doctor's office yet. and I've reminded them a couple of times. So if you would please pray about that, I'd appreciate it. 1 Timothy, chapter 1. We're going to read verses 1 through 7. And if you're able, would you stand in reverence as we read God's Word. First Timothy, chapter 1. Verse 1. Paul. I'm going to stop there. Because when I studied this week, 
I read a lot of commentaries. Some said, we're not too sure Paul's the author here. Let's start that again. Christian commentaries. So be mindful of what we read, right? Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the command of God, our Savior, and of Christ Jesus, our hope, to Timothy, my true son in the faith. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, that's his fourth missionary trip into Macedonia. Stay there in Ephesus so that you may command certain men not to teach false doctrines any longer nor to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. These promote controversies rather than God's work, which is by faith. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. Some have wandered away from these, like commentaries that say, Paul's not the author of this book. He tells it like it is throughout the rest of Timothy. To me, that says it's Paul. Others say, oh, he strayed from the teachings of mercy and grace. And we're not too sure. It's Paul. (laughs) Some have wandered away from these and turned to meaningless talk. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they're talking about or what they so confidently affirm. A side note. It's because they weren't in the Word. What were they in? Myths and endless genealogies. That's not in the Word. There's genealogies in the Word. Matthew and Luke. But they're not endless. Well, they end with Jesus, the Son of God. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we thank you for the work you do in our hearts and our lives. Help us in our faith. Help us in our love. May it reflect your love. And Lord, I thank you for these few moments we have in your word together. Bless us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. may be seated. I will say, Paul is pretty bossy. Again, that's how you know it's Paul.
Verse 3. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus. Why is he urgent Timothy to stay there in Ephesus? Because God has work for Timothy and the church in Ephesus. Guess what? The Lord has work for us to do in Springwater and Wayland and Dansville and Avon. Good morning, Nina. But he doesn't stop with the bossiness there. He says, stay put, Timothy. And then, remind you, Timothy's a younger guy. And in verse 4, he says, actually it's still in verse 3, command certain men not to teach false doctrines any longer, nor to devote themselves to myths, or endless genealogies. Some might not take it well. A young, just maybe early 20s. We don't know. He could have been in his late teens. Young man. Telling likely older people. Commanding them not to do something. That's uncomfortable, isn't it? It's uncomfortable when any of us have to have a tough conversation. And Paul says, command. That sounds confrontational. Paul sounds serious. Why would he be this serious? Because a little yeast works through the whole dough. Why can't Paul just let this slide? I mean... We all have each of our own things, don't we? We're all a little weird. I like Star Wars. I used to love professional wrestling. Sometimes I still watch a little. Don't tell anybody. We're all a little weird. It's all fake, you know. But what if I started preaching the force? Something's wrong there, huh? What if I started teaching professional wrestling's real? Something's wrong there, huh? It might not sound like it's seen. We know it's silly. Paul even says that kind of talk they're doing is meaningless. Says that later on. But if you read throughout 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy and even Titus, you see that these false doctrines, they seem to come from a good source. They're Jewish, but they're Jewish myths. Myth is not fact. I just thought of funny movies. Excuse me, myth. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My mind. Too much coffee. (laughs) I like the Starbucks strong. Teaching Jewish myths. 
This led to people not teaching what the Word of God says, who were wanting to be teachers of the Old Testament. And when confronted about it, these people got argumentative. Not only that, they were using this talk based on Jewish myth that they were arguing for. That kind of talk was meaningless and foolish. They were ignorant to the things of God. And they did not know what they were talking about. Is that the kind of teachers you want in your church? Is that going to advance the gospel? Not only that, you get to 1 Timothy chapter 6, and they were using their position as teachers for financial gain. Lots of stuff wrong there. So you see why Paul didn't want to let this slide. See what a little contamination does. How does the work of God advance? How does it move forward? All that other stuff was regression. Regression. Going backwards. You might call it the wrong kind of progression because they might have thought we're doing good things. No, you're not. How does the work of God advance? Through love. Makes sense, right? God is love. And not just any kind of sweetheart candy love. Love that comes from a pure heart. Because our God is holy. And He calls us to be holy. Love that comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a sincere faith. We're going to talk about purity this morning, but first I want to talk about peanut butter. I wasn't there to witness it, but I trust my Grammy. It's my mom's mom. When I was a kid, She went to make my cousin Billy something with peanut butter. And I won't say the name brand. But when she opened the top, there was a cockroach. Let me just say, we buy Skippy and Jip at the Ferguson house. It's not pure peanut butter. I got another for you. I just thought of another. So I'm sitting in a meeting, right? I worked in HR as one of my jobs at Heritage. I interviewed and hired people. We had a department meeting, sitting in the meeting, and uh, trying to find it for illustration purposes. Uh, I pulled out my Blistex. 
Notice I use chapstick now. We're in the meeting and I put on my bliss text and ah, something scratched me. I'm bleeding. I look in my tube of what I had. Picked out somebody's fingernail. threw it away. Yeah. I didn't keep it for a souvenir. It was contaminated. It's important that things are not contaminated. It's important that our love is pure. It's important that we pursue purity. Because that other stuff, I gave extreme examples. But even little things like Paul was pointing to at the beginning of his letter to Timothy, even those little things can cause faith to be ruined. And in my studies this week, I came across a great quote. You might want to write it down. If not, memorize it quickly. What is a pure life? A pure life is one in which sin no longer determines the choices we make. Isn't that good? A pure life is one in which sin no longer determines the choices we make. It's God working in us and through us and our obedience and love for Him that helps determine the choices we make. Him. We pursue Him. The cry of our heart is like the cry of David's. Psalm 51 10. A good prayer for us to memorize and pray. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. We kind of pray that prayer when we first ask Jesus and are in our lives when we're born again. Ask Him forgive us and cleanse us of our sin. But we can keep praying that prayer. Create in me a clean heart. Oh God. You can even sing the song if you want. Remember the 90's song? Create in me a clean heart. Oh God. And renew a right spirit within me. Get ready for thunder.
If you're listening to the podcast, it's still going. We're just waiting for that thunder to go away. Others are cleaning out their pants. (sighs) Sorry, Mom. (sighs) Pastor Nathaniel, you're preaching about purity. is important. What did Jesus say in Matthew chapter 5 verse 8? The Beatitudes, blessed are the pure in heart. And what's the promise? For they will see God. So church, I wrap up with this. Paul's admonition to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Flee. That doesn't mean stick around, does it? Flee the evil desires of youth. And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. Along with those who are who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Because don't miss it at the beginning of First Timothy. When people started pursuing other things. Those myths, that meaningless talk. What happened? They wandered away from His Word. Far from the Lord is not a place where we want to be. Far from the Lord is not a place where we want to be responsible for taking people. So flee. desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. And I'd like to close with a prayer this morning. And if you would stand, this prayer will also serve as our benediction. It's a prayer Paul prayed for the church in Philippi. There's going to be another loud thunder. I just saw the lightning. So don't be scared. A prayer that Paul prayed for the church in Philippi. That's a good prayer for all of us. First, First Philippians. Philippians chapter 1. Verse 9. And this is my prayer. That your love may abound more and more. 
and knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Thank you for being in worship this morning. Go pursuing purity. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church the Nazarene, on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.